0: They, they more than more than Good morning, and welcome to the Leaders Brief by Egomonk. Today, we analyze tech giant Google's increasing troubles in the United Kingdom and Russia, examine the future of hydrogen fuel cells in light of the ENIOS Hyundai deal, and finally take a look at ongoing protests in Guatemala. Britain's Competition and Markets Authority is mulling whether a complaint from marketers for an open web, coalition of technology and publishing companies against Google requires a formal investigation, British media reported last week. We take the matters raised in the complaint very seriously and will assess them carefully with a view on deciding whether to open a formal investigation under the Competition Act, media reports quoted the CME as stating. The matter under consideration here is Google's privacy sandbox technology based on five main browser APIs that aim to replace cookies for gathering information. The idea was initiated as an alternative to Google's decision to kill third-party cookies on its browser. News agency Reuters quoted marketers for an open web director, James Rosewell, as saying if Google releases this technology, they will effectively own the means by which media companies, advertisers, and technology businesses reach their consumers, and that change will be irreversible. In July, the CMA had recommended regulatory changes for Google and Facebook after concluding that the nearly 80% share of the UK's annual digital advertising expenditure of about $17 billion indicated unassailable market positions. Google is under a similar investigation in the United States, where the Justice Department has sued the company for antitrust practices. In the latest update to that case, companies, including Apple and GroupM, have asked the lawsuit to ensure certain data used by the government for the investigation is deemed highly confidential and kept away from the reach of Google officials. Google's investments to remain the default search engine on Apple devices make a critical part of the complaint, and Apple feels that the data, if accessed by Google, would give the latter unfair leverage. To add to Google's troubles, Moscow has opened a separate investigation into the company for failing to remove banned content from its search engine. According to communications watchdog Roskomnadzor, Google did not remove up to 30% of what it called dangerous content. Russia also believes that US social media platforms continue to discriminate against Russian media outlets in the country. Moving on to the European Union, British chemical company Ineos is collaborating with South Korean carmaker Hyundai on hydrogen fuel cells to eventually power Ineos' new off-road vehicle, the Grenadier. The collaboration aims to create a reliable supply chain in Europe by producing and supplying hydrogen to Hyundai which has 7 years of fuel cell production experience. Once functional, the collaboration is expected to boost the manufacturing of hydrogen cell vehicles while increasing trade volumes for both Ineos and Hyundai. Ineos, which currently manufactures about 300,000 tons of hydrogen annually, will aid Hyundai in its aim of capturing 15% of the hydrogen fuel truck market in Europe by 2030. The collaboration will also give a boost to the Land Rover-style Grenadier, scheduled to be made available next year. However, Enios' initial cars will have internal combustion engines and hydrogen fuel is something the company is looking to incorporate in the future. This could become a landmark deal in creating mainstream market for hydrogen-fueled vehicles, in which China seems to have a leading edge. China, which is already the world's largest market for electric vehicles, has been promoting the development of hydrogen-powered automobiles by rewarding cities for achieving targets. China's state council had also said last month that the country would focus on building the fuel cell supply chain and developing hydrogen-powered trucks and buses. Shanghai-based fuel cell engine startup ReFire expects its annual capacity to soar to 20,000 by 2024. The company presently makes about 1,000 engines a year. Similarly, Hyundai, 2 has high hopes for a hydrogen vehicle boom in China and announced agreements with five Chinese partners to promote the development of hydrogen fuel cell commercial vehicles. However, several people have expressed skepticism about a hydrogen-powered vision. The most prominent of them is electric car maker Tesla CEO Elon Musk, who had called the fuel cells Fool Cells. And term the technology as being silly. I don't want to turn this into a debate on hydrogen fuel cells because I I just think that they're extremely silly. Um, (laughs) um, So, and the people have published. There's multiple sort of uh, rebuttals of it it online. Um, I mean, it's just very difficult to to make hydrogen and store it and use it in a car. Um, Hydrogen is an energy storage mechanism; it's not a source of energy. England-based research firm ID Tech X also said that fuel cell vehicles would continue to be a commercial failure for the next two decades due to the high cost of building supporting infrastructure while being less efficient. However, fuel cells do have certain advantages. They offer a greater driving range, particularly in heavier vehicles, and with companies still struggling to create an affordable alternative for heavy vehicles, fuel cells may prove advantageous. A part of the Congress of the Republic of Guatemala building was set on fire last week thousands thronged the streets protesting against government corruption, following a budget bill that only added fire to fuel. Guatemala's new budget bill increased lawmakers' stipends for meals and other expenses, while cutting funding for relief work, human rights programs, and the judiciary. The Guatemala Congress also initially scrapped a $25 million fund to combat malnutrition. The bill was met with large-scale resentment and anger. Despite Congress later amending the bill to keep the malnutrition fund, People came out in large numbers to demonstrate against the government. Vice President Guillermo Castillo said that he had called on President Alejandro Yamate, who had refused to veto the budget bill, to join him in resigning for the country's good. Yamate has promised to meet with various sectors and present reforms to the budget in the coming days. The Central American nation remains devastated by Hurricane ITA, With the COVID-19 pandemic still wreaking havoc and a tropical storm flooding towns, hunger malnutrition, agriculture, and other infrastructural losses continue to plague Guatemala. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune in to Egomonk to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology, and innovation. Egomonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com that is I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S dot E-G-O-M-O-N-K dot C-O-M to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate dot com.